Rick Horro is the sports professor. He's the visiting sport business expert at Harvard University, and he's an unabashed fan and um, uh, follower of the Miami Dolphins. And that was quite the Black Friday post-Turkey stuffing NFL game, wasn't it, uh, sports prof? What's so special about that, uh, what they're now calling the uh, Hell Mary in New York? I mean, it's like a punt return. You know, Holland is one of the best punt returners in the business. All the receivers go deep. They get stuck in the end zone. They're ready to run into the locker room. He has to beat five uh, offensive linemen weighing collectively 4,000 pounds. And he did that fairly easily. And so the Dolphins are better and smarter than everybody else, including those lowly Jets. We play them now uh, twice and everybody claiming the Dolphins have had bad breaks and an unlucky schedule way back, including in 1972 in the Super Bowl year where they had to go away because there were no home field advantage in the playoffs and beat Cleveland and Pittsburgh. But I digress. My point is they now play Tennessee, then they play the Jets again, and they play uh, Washington. And so unless they trip they're going to be 11-3 and three by the time their schedule ends with Baltimore, Dallas, and the Bills. By then, it doesn't really matter. How's that sound? It sounds good. And it sounds good to have the sports professor, Rick Horrell, here on the sport market. Uh, Rick, uh, this is obviously a big week for football in the United States. But really, the domino effects of the way American Thanksgiving is structured on the TV side, with, of course, the NFL leading the way, it affects the entire sport ecosystem. And I'll say from a Canadian perspective, there's a lot of bleed across the border here. Uh, American Thanksgiving is almost become a, a 0.5 uh, full-time equivalence when it comes to Canadian holidays. We sort of get the best of both worlds. We've got our own Thanksgiving in October, and then we benefit from the sport programming bonanza that is American Thanksgiving. How far has this come over the last quarter century? Well, your holidays are deserved. One is for your own Thanksgiving, and second is uh, your Thanksgiving uh, salute to your benevolent uh, 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 American neighbors. What? Absolutely, well, absolutely. Anyway, okay. yeah, that's it. I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. I'll right. go with that. I will leave it alone. Well, also, I listen to some of your uh, commercials uh, before my segment, and they're uh, they're touting Thanksgiving. So you, you know, you got to get what you can. I understand you take advantage of that, as your sponsors should be able to as well. Uh, I assume the ratings will be off the charts once Amazon decides how to decipher them and read them to their benefit, and I assume that'll be the way it is in Canada as well. Uh, everybody is uh, naive enough to ask me. Is this a one-shot deal, or will we have a Black Friday game every year? You know we'll have a Black Friday game every year. Amazon doesn't like being without a week of Thanksgiving game. They give that to the NBC network here in America on Thursday night. But the game itself was woeful. The Dolphins look really good. They One of their top guys blew out an Achilles. But other than that, it was typical Dolphin defense against a team that has no offense. Yet the ratings ought to be pretty high as a primary uh, game. I assume we'll see that soon. But last year at this time I was in Qatar, everybody excited about the uh, U.S.-England World Cup game on Black Friday on Fox off the charts. So the American network said we got to have something special beyond just the normal college games uh, on that Friday. And this will be it not only this week and year, but for any other year in the future, if the Dolphins catapult, catapult to the playoffs, 
and you hear it her first, play the Eagles in the Super Bowl in Vegas. Rick, this is such a massive week for football, uh, and, and you, there's headlines all over the place. Here north of the border in Canada, the Grey Cup's uh, TV audience, average national audience, goes up 12% year over year. You've got 8.9 million Americans, uh, uh, sorry, Canadians, uh, watching at least some of the uh, Grey Cup, the 110th Grey Cup. Uh, then you've got, and, and basically about 3.57 million English and French combined. Then you've got Monday Night Football, ESPN setting a record, the the most watched Monday Night Football in 27 years. That spans the entire ESPN era. Then you've got, of course, American Thanksgiving. Then you've got the Black Friday special. Uh, This is not just sports and economics. This is culture, and the football culture in the United States really is built on Friday for high school, Saturday for college football, and any given Sunday for the NFL. It's hard to work against that because football has become so deeply entrenched in in, in American pop culture, hasn't it? Yes, it has. And the, you know, creeping over to Saturday football at the NFL, they seem to respect Saturday except around Christmas time, but then the you know colleges aren't really regular season playing. Friday night is usually a big deal that the NFL stays away from high school. Staying away from Black Friday is different. Most American high school uh, seasons are in their playoffs or championships for the week, so that's okay. And Thursday night used to be a night where you would watch ESPN before Thursday night football kind of emasculated that. So, you know, slowly but surely... But the NFL remains respectful, I think, because they understand how important youth football is to their overall growth as well. Youth flag, now, uh, you know, Olympic sport youth, youth girls. Um, So, you know, it's not just um, leaving some revenue alone. It's building revenue by the respect. I mean, some of our listeners might not be aware of this, but, you know, you speak to the timing of the Black Friday game on Amazon in the United States. It had to be out of prime time. Otherwise, it was going to violate the American Sport Broadcasting Act of 1961 and, of course, antitrust exemptions that prevent the NFL from casting its big shadow over high school football on Friday in prime time. Uh, I'll tell you, they don't need prime time to make this a success. I fully expect the TV numbers uh, to be solid, even though it was a 3 p.m. Eastern time, 12 noon Pacific start. Good point, good point, good point. And if there was ever a time where a game start is not that relevant, it's Thanksgiving Friday because Americans don't know what to do with that day. Some do the honeydew stuff. Some try to go back to work and fake it. Uh, You know, some go on day trips reluctantly because they don't watch football. But this becomes effectively appointment viewing. It'll be interesting to see, because you're absolutely right about why the game is not prime time. But it'll be interesting to see whether the 3 o'clock start stays on a regular basis. I believe it will. We've got you for another 60 seconds here. want you to weigh in on history in the Pittsburgh Steelers camp. First time in 72 years that they've made an in-season coaching change at any level. Offensive coordinator Matt Canada fired by the Steelers. I mean, this is Rooney family culture, isn't it? That they've always placed such a premium on continuity and not making mid-season coaching changes? Yeah, and I also think I've been told uh, by reliable sources that the decision came 
it's collaborative because Mike Tomlin won't do anything himself without uh, of this nature. But I understand a lot of this decision came from the Rooney family itself and kind of enough is enough. They've got Najee Harris. They've got uh, uh, Pickens. They've got Pickett. And, uh, you know, they used to have a tremendous offensive line. They still have some of that. So uh, you don't put up numbers like they've put up without making some changes. And, you know, you panic in a management situation. You roll the dice. You make some changes. And you hope it impacts it. Just look at what Ken Dorsey was sacrificed for in Buffalo. So, you know, if, if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, jazz it up, you're going to have to find somebody to relieve and, and, you know, move on. And that's just life. Rick, as always, so appreciate all those insights, all those perspectives. Uh, best of the American Thanksgiving weekend to you, and we'll check in with you and Duke again next week. Dolphins by 21. Oh, it already happened. All right, <laughs> Dolphins by 28 against Washington next, week. All, the next be- week. all the best. He is the sports professor, Rick Coro.